Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. seen david letterman's new show and i want to because i've always found david letterman an interesting guy a good interviewer and uh, he gets really good guests because he's david letterman <laughs> right i i want to see the new david letterman he grew so old and bitter and partisan there for a while it just i couldn't watch i stopped um but <gasps> so he had bill gates on the other night on his show what, what no, no no this is from 1995 that's the whole point of this this is him unclear on the concept <laughs> that's the whole point of this God, what was I watching an old Letterman the other day? He was so great. The early skinny Letterman in the 80s was so great when he was still at NBC. But yeah. anyway, uh, this is him talking to Bill Gates in 1995. What about this Internet thing? Do you, do you know anything about that? Sure. <laughs> what, what the hell is that exactly? Everybody can have their own homepage. Companies are there. The latest information. It's wild what's going on. What can you just... Knowing me, the little you know me now, what, how, what am I missing here? What do I need? Oh, you can find other people who have the same unusual interests you do. Uh, and... <laughs> you mean... You mean the troubled loner chat room on the internet? Wow. Wow, uh, Dave. You have no idea. <laughs> That's funny. I remember be- it, hearing it described. Maybe I saw that. I remember hearing it described that way and thinking, okay, great. So there's some place I can go and f- find where the company's address is and phone number. I've got that. It's called the Yellow Pages. <laughs> you know, what if do somebody, I need this for? What if, do I need the internet for? We have the phone book. <laughs> it's a series of tubes. Uh, you know, if somebody had explained to me virtually every other every book that's ever been written could be delivered to you instantaneously, I'd have said, what? That's the but only, I don't recall anybody ever saying that. Books and music are the only part of the internet I like. Everything else, take it away. You can watch <laughs> videos of banjo players and then read comments from people who say hateful things about those banjo players. <laughs> wow, you don't say. <laughs> you can post innocuous comments to other people and have them hate you for it. <laughs> I try to remember this with every innovation I hear about now, that I didn't have the capacity to understand at all why the internet would be significant i I poo-pooed texting the first time i saw it i thought Mm -hmm. that is why would i do that well i remember uh, back in your early days you'd stand by the roadside chucking horseshoes at passing motor cars as well that's right (laughs) get out of that death trap (laughs) i still go to the airport and yell witchcraft at people (laughs) that must be very entertaining for your fellow travelers who are just thinking please don't get on my flight boy so uh the uh, tianmen square anniversary was what yesterday is that yeah. right time flies and uh, d-day is tomorrow and we'll be talking about d-day uh, at fair length tomorrow because it's just uh, there's so many aspects of it that are so interesting amazing heroic sad sickening it's just it's an amazing endeavor uh and so we'll talk about that but the tianmen square thing that everybody was talking about for a cup of coffee 
Um, the, uh, the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, said some rather strong things about it and how they need to come clean and have a reckoning and, and the rest of it and need to admit what they did and, and the rest of it. And, and he said that uh, we salute the heroes of the Chinese people who bravely stood up 30 years ago in Tiananmen Square to demand their rights. He called on China to make a full public accounting of those killed or miss- missing. Well, China has responded, and in the way of Asian dictators, they use much more colorful language, and I appreciate it. The foreign ministry lashed out at Secretary Pompeo for his deranged babbling about the uh, massacre. Um, They warned Chinese tourists to, to consider the risks of traveling to the United States. Maybe they ought to reconsider, noting the frequent occur- occurrence of shootings, robberies, and theft there. And we ought to tend our own garden. Well, yeah, fair enough. I mean, we do have a lot of uh, ugly stuff happening in this country. But here's the deal. The people in the government are trying to stop it as opposed to where you are, where the government is doing it. Kind of a fundamental difference there, my communist friend. Did you see? I know um, uh, Marshall's got more about the whole tariff battle in Mexico and China and all that sort of stuff coming up in his news in about 20 minutes or so. But did you see Chuck Schumer come out yesterday and say, God bless you. Excuse me. My son, as we speak, is laying on the bathroom floor vomiting at home. Oh, no. But I don't think it started with a sneeze. So hopefully it's I have a commentary bro- on your parenting. Or hopefully I haven't a, brought it here. That uh, Yeah, generally the two are, are disconnected. Yeah, sneezing and vomiting. Right. I don't think I have that disease. Um, You ever coughed so hard you vomited? No. Happened to me once. It's unpleasant. Well, anyway, back to you. (laughs) How does that even work? Never ever gotten something sharp in your eye? (laughs) Happened to me. (laughs) Anyway. Chuck Schumer said yesterday, I think this is a, uh, I think that uh, Mr. Trump it just came up with this up at the top of his head, the Mexican tariffs. I don't think he means it. I think he will back off by the end of the week. And I thought, man, you can't, how can you possibly try to negotiate anything if you've got leaders in your country who are going to come out and say, ah, he's faking. That's, I don't, I don't know what I think about that. Here's a question for you. Is it the old double reverse by Schumer? who is just morally bankrupt, but a clever fellow. He's backing Trump on the China tariffs, right. saying, hold your ground. Is he, because he knows Trump, is he trying to provoke his pride so Trump hangs with these Mexican tariffs, goes hardcore, even though there is, from reports I've heard, including on conservative media, there is not a single senator, Republican senator, who is backing him on the tariffs against Mexico over the immigration stuff. They just think it's a bad strategy. It's a bad idea. The two should not be tied, especially because the uh, what are you the the Afghan the, the the Kaftan agreement or the new the new NAFTA whatever they're calling it or whatever it is. Um, they're about to vote on that, and it will it'll torpedo that if he imposes these tariffs. So anyway, everybody's saying don't do that, don't do that, Mr. President. Find a way to back off. Say uh, they've made progress, and uh, it's a show of good faith, and so no tariffs. Please say that and. Schumer's trying to provoke him into doing it by saying he won't do it. He's he just shut off his mouth. He doesn't have the balls. I mean, that would be a very Schumer thing to do to provoke Trump. I, I don't know. It's possible. Um, uh, Trump is meeting with some Mexican officials today, 
And it's possible they come out of that meeting and Trump says, and we've come up with an agreement. I have uh, postponed the tariffs. Yeah. They've agreed to work harder. at That, that could happen today. And yeah. so that, that's over. Yeah. That'd be over right then. Did you see how the stock market shot up yesterday? Yeah. Biggest rise, like, ever in, in terms of points or in years or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, again, folks, the next time it goes down, generally because of something the president said or did and the media goes wild, It'll probably go up again the next day. You'd think we ought to learn that after the Trump market crash, after he was elected, and then it shot up three days later. But, yeah, Yeah, it was the best day, the best single day in five months. So, And the most on some indexes in a very, very long time. But Yeah, um, the NASDAQ just exploded. All those worries about the tech giants. Uh, the Congress announced they'll be looking into it. The, the, the stocks plunged as people were betting that they would continue to go down. Then as soon as they stopped, people started betting they'll go up. And that's the thing, you know, some of you are super into the market and and you don't need to hear this, but... Thank you. The stock market is people betting on what's going to happen in the next split second. That's one group. People betting on what's going to happen in the next couple hours. People are betting what's going to happen today. People are betting what's going to happen in the next uh, month or quarter. And people are just betting for the long term, like in their retirement accounts. Yeah. These are all distinct groups. I'm betting what's going to happen in 15 years. Right. And so, yeah, sometimes the second to second group will take over the market for a while. <clears throat> and you see tech stocks plunge by 10%. Then two days later, they're up by 11%. So a couple of things coming up. Uh, why beards became popular? They looked into this, and it's because they look so manly. This isn't like a, a GQ sort of dumb thing. This has actually got some interesting science behind it. Do you know why Alexander the Great had his men shave their beards, Jack? I do not. It was, this is how shaving took root. He figured out you, it, people, their his guys were getting their beards grabbed in battle. You grab somebody by their uh. beard and then chop their head off. And he said, "Shave your beards." They said, "What? Now? Come on now." Uh, but he had him shaved. The missus likes what, it. That's what they say. So if I be smooth as a dolphin, fellas, trust me. I'm hoping and assuming that I'm not going to get in any fights for the rest of my life. Mm. But if I did get into a fight with a bearded guy, that's a that's a good go to, huh? Grab him by the beard, and then you thick it, a thick it, a thick it, a thick it. You'd really be controlling them. I mean, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 that hurts. <laughs> that's dirty pool, no doubt. <laughs> well, I am assuming this is a. You know me, Jack. I teach hand to hand combat, <laughs> combat classes rather. Grab him by the beard. At the uh, country club, we work on our chipping and putting, then hand-to-hand combat. Am I, am I in an arena? Is there a referee? I'm under <laughs> yeah. no obligation to make this fair. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's hard to imagine how I end up in this situation. But uh, Right. The, the key is getting out of it. Also, I've got the top 50 amazing moments of the past 100 years that are good fodder for conversation. Wow. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I admire her consistency. AOC, in her district, is the prison Rikers Island. and she, Infamous Rikers Island. She does not want Paul Manafort sent there, even though, you know, he's Trump's campaign manager and... She and uh, her side hate everything that is Trump. She uh, she doesn't like, uh, well, I'll just read her quote. Paul Manafort is being sent to solitary confinement in my district, Rikers Island. A prison sentence is not a license for government torture and human rights violations. That's what solitary confinement is. <clears throat> Manafort should be released. 
Yeah, there's a lot of uh, science on her side about solitary. I mean, there's a fine line. I know some of y'all out there are, are, are keen to play the hard-ass card, but um, there's a fine line between unpleasant and punitive and uh, and utterly inhumane. Uh, we just we try not to be utterly inhumane in this country if we can avoid it. What's going on in the Dominican Republic? I don't know if you got vacation plans there. Are you talking about the the resort thing with the Go on. So you got a hotel there, and I heard this story the other day, and I thought, I don't know, what, who knows what happened. So I, did, I didn't pay much attention. Had a couple went on vacation there. Uh, five days after they were at this hotel, they dropped dead. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Okay, that's kind of weird. Like I said, got a little of attention. I didn't really. But another, it's happened again, same hotel. Oh, boy. A Pennsylvania woman, she collapsed and died in the hotel. Um, she's 41 years old, died in front of her husband in their room. I'm giving it one star on TripAdvisor. Wow. So she, uh, she's there in the hotel room, same hotel where the other two stayed right. and then went home and died. Yeah. Just dropped dead. She's at the hotel with her husband, you know, they're on vacation. She goes to the mini bar, has a drink, drops dead right there oh, on the floor. Oh man, that sounds like something Judy and I would do. All three died of respiratory failure. Respiratory? Yeah. Do they, uh, They're calling it beyond a coincidence. Yeah, I would I would say so. That's almost zero chance it's a coincidence, right? I suspect horrendous microbe in the uh, ventilation system, in the air conditioning. Boy, this one woman dropped. Paramedics arrived, gave her a, an, an, an EpiPen injection, but she was already gone at that point. They just declared her dead. Oh, I mean, it happened fast. Do they have any idea? No. Isn't that something? <sighs> yeah. They're all in a state of disbelief. U.S. State, U.S. State Department's looking into it, of course. Well, yeah, I, with all due respect to the Dominican Republic, which is a hell of a lot further ahead than their their neighbor Haiti, um, yeah, I'd kind of like to get some American scientists in there. This isn't going to help their tourism. I don't know if you've seen this woman that's been making the rounds who got attacked and beaten up and has just come forward. Did you know that story? Dominican Republic again? Yeah, she was a different hotel, but she was mm. uh, nearby. She was on vacation there, and she uh, she went out for drinks, not super late at night, just in the dark, went... You know, it's a nice area. You're at an expensive hotel. You'd think you could walk from this hotel to the other hotel on the beach. Right. And have a drink. She got attacked by some guy in a in a, a resort uniform. In a all, MAGA hat almost, who shouted, this is Trump country? Almost beaten to death. I mean, oh, her boy. face just crushed up. Oh, Lord. And now she's going on these shows. She's been talking about how it happened and showing the pictures. Yeah. But it's, ugh. So that's not going to help their tourism any. Yeah. Uh, guarantee you that. I can pay this off very quickly. The sum of all beards. How did facial hair win American men's hearts and minds? We were talking about this yesterday. Um, men dig them. Men dig them on other men. Oh, look at that cool beard. Dude is rocking an epic beard. I've often said I wish I could grow a beard like that. I don't know a single woman who likes them, though. I have paused sports games to draw attention to epic beards to my buddies. Actually, to my wife, too. And my wife's reaction is always, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous, honey. Jay Worth. Has an epic beard. Are there, there have to be, there's a woman who likes everything, but uh, uh, how, what percentage of women like the big old lumberjack beard? Not very many. Um, they see it as gross. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But thank the war on terror. So, so, psychologically, through taking in... Uh, Muslim uh, converts? Uh, our our tough guys taking on their tough guys and everybody being bearded. Beards oh. have become a thing. Oh, the soldiers and special forces guys in Afghanistan, yeah. the Marines. And, and it's just they? been seen as a, a oh. real sign of manliness. And you can, uh, reading this article. Which you, is ironic because you get, you know, your coffee shop dwelling linguini armed fake lumberjack hipsters 
who aren't going to fight that uh, spider that's in the corner. They're going to ask you to kill it. Some of the physically weakest men in America have great beards. Right. Yes. Uh, you could consume more than a half a century of American popular culture from World War II to Korea to Vietnam to September 11th without encountering hardly any bearded manly heroes in our pop culture, whether it's sports or movies or TV or anything like that. Boy, it that's just true. wasn't a thing. That's and true. now it's uh, it's the thing. Point of order, Grizzly Adams, the great <laughs> Grizzly Adams of the 70s. Great TV show in the 70s. He had a, yeah, he had he, a bear companion. He was a... <laughs> Had a bear for a sidekick and went town to town solving people's problems, as I recall, having various adventures. It was a little like the uh, that uh, Moving On show, wasn't that? The truckers? They would go town to town solve people's problems, which in turn was like the Lone Ranger who wore a mask, had an Indian buddy, and would go town to town solving people's problems. It was really the advent of the consultant in American uh, you know, popular literature. Back to you. <laughs> Go town to town solving people's problems. Right, exactly. And just go on to the next town. Your well, problem here is inventory. <laughs> hey, if you stay in this town, I'm sure another problem will arise. Sorry, I only solve one town problem per town. They've got town. They got problems over in Centerville now. <laughs> I must ride away or gear up my semi or mount my bear or whatever. Be on my way. Or bring my Indian friend who I refuse to buy shoes for along with me. He can buy his own shoes. Um, what would that be like, though? You you go town to town meddling in people's lives, right? Didn't MacGyver do that too? Essentially, more or less. Yeah, there yeah, but go. he invented stuff, mm. right? Similar theme, though. What's coming? Did up? he have a bear? <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Uh, Nancy Pelosi going after Trump's Mexico tariffs in her own unique way. One of the key players in the origin of the Russia investigations agreeing to talk. We've got Russia's new hypersonic missile and why millennials don't ring doorbells. All coming up. Why millennials don't ring doorbells. Because they get their beards caught in them. <laughs> Ow, my beard! <laughs> That's my guess. Yeah, it's just another industry we've killed. Add that to like yeah. napkins and, and well, restaurants. Sure. The doorbell is now like a camera and microphone system and security apparatus and the rest of it. The humble doorbell. Also, yep. I've got Madonna said something awful, and I know she says awful things to get attention, but this one was awful. So thank yeah. you. Armstrong and Getty. wrap up this dumb but scientific discussion of beards um so it was after 9 11 that beards became a symbol of strength and made a comeback in america and, you know that's about the time it happened and that's as good a reason as any there also could be fashions change why do jeans you know get wide and then thin and then tall and then well, no good reason fabric just, availability just fashion but anyway trying to get you to buy stuff but we're, we're saying dudes like beards and dudes like beards on other dudes but women don't like them yeah and so we came across a couple of polls uh where they ask women which hair uh, uh facial hairstyle you like the plurality of number one votes uh number one was clean shaven followed by short stubble followed by long stubble. So I'd prefer you shave, and then just the longer it gets, the more it goes down. That's also assuming you already have a, a nice face, right? Like right. If, if, you know, a beard is a good way to kind of strengthen up your chin if you got a weak chin, you know Hide what I mean? Hide the double chin, yeah, yeah, please. Right. That's, yeah. a deep, that's a very good point. And then it's like a lot of things. You know, do, do you like tattoos? Well, I like them on her. They look good on her. And if you got a weak chin, do chin up. <laughs> wow. Um, Good. I'm sorry. All stuff looks good on good-looking people, I've noticed. How about a beard tattoo? Makes a big difference. 
Uh, News now with Marsha Phillips. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says President Trump is heading into dangerous territory by threatening tariffs on Mexico, trying to push the Mexicans to stop the flow of illegal immigrants into the U.S. Talking with reporters at the Capitol today, Pelosi saying... It's a distraction from the Mueller report, and it served its purpose. I, I can't believe that anybody makes that argument, and the media does too. As I mentioned earlier this week, Meet the Press went big on that. Chuck Todd, clearly a distraction. There's been something to distract <laughs> from every day since he was elected. Right. There's been a story that you say, oh, so you're just doing this because of the story in the New York Times that Jared Kushner met with someone. There's always a story. And hell, the Mueller report, that's been a go-to for years. It's just a distraction from the latest Mueller rumors. There's, right. there's literally no day in the last two months that you couldn't have claimed, oh, you're just doing this to distract from. There's been a headline right. every day about the right. Mueller report. So that, that just seems so weak. But, you know, if her side believes it, then they believe it. Now, as far as the uh, tariff talks go, Mexico's foreign minister is meeting with Secretary of State Pompeo today as uh, Mexico and the U.S. try to work out a deal over immigration and the tariffs. Meanwhile, the former British spy who put together that dossier that claimed Donald Trump had ties to Russia will talk with U.S. investigators. The British newspaper The Times is reporting Christopher Steele is going to meet with U.S. officials in London in the coming weeks. That interview expected to zero in on Steele's relationship with the FBI. Is this the first time they've interviewed him? Apparently so. How are they just getting around to this now? I don't know. Wow. Russia, on Tuesday, claimed it had successfully launched a new hypersonic interceptor missile system with a precision unmatched by any other country. That reported launch taking place at an anti-ballistic missile testing range in Kazakhstan. The tweet included a video of the test launch, which showed the missile shooting from the ground at high speeds, leaving behind trails of smoke. I'll tell you one headline that didn't get much attention yesterday. In fact, we didn't even get to it, but I guarantee uh, our youngsters will be dealing with it. Turkey, our, our brave ally in NATO, our good friend, buying Russian missile systems because we won't sell them ours because we don't trust them. So, yeah, they're doing arms deals with Russia now. A NATO member. Did you see, also in Turkey, there's one city where they elected a mayor who wasn't pro-Erdogan. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they uh, Erdogan announced they would have new elections in that city and elect a different mayor. Hmm. Wow, what kind of democracy is that? <laughs> wow, wow. By the way, the hypersonic missiles apparently uh, are, uh, are beyond anything else that uh, is around there. They're so precise. They are absolutely precise. Is that according to Putin, whose yeah. word you're taking? Yeah, yeah. but but why why are they why are they doing this? Why are they why are they doing well, this? Well, the U.S. once led in the development of the, the hypersonic from the Mueller report. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. once led in the development of hypersonic missile technology, but it has lagged now for a number of years, <laughs> and the Russians have just ramped it up hmm. and keep on ramping it up. Oh, you wanted to know something about the, you were asking questions about the uh, Chinese woman who got uh, busted at Mar-a-Lago a while back. The uh, woman who had all the spy equipment in that. Well, her trial is going ahead, and she has now gotten permission to go ahead and serve as her own lawyer. Oh, she that'll to, be good. She had to go through some, uh, you know, uh, uh, tests and uh, and interviews. And uh, her attorneys say she appears mentally competent. Yujing Zhang 
wouldn't meet with a psychologist, but again, the interviews with the attorney said, okay, she looks good to go. I'll bet the Chinese government told her to do that. You'll be your own lawyer, and you're not going to tell your secrets to anybody. And here's a couple, here are the two things you need to know. Number one, the country, and particularly universities, are lousy with uh, Chinese spies. I've made that point many times. That's straight from FBI sources. It's true. Believe me, it's true. Secondly, and we had uh, somebody in the know tip us off to this, that the Chinese government will take Chinese citizens, just honest to goodness students or professors right. or, or business pros or whatever, who are in the U.S., and they'll say, hey, uh, you got to do us a favor. you got to take some pictures of this military uh, installation. You're like, um, I'm a packaging expert. And the government will say, shame if something bad happened to your mom and dad back in the homeland. Now get yourself a camera and go take some pictures. So they press uh, you know, regular citizens into espionage duties. So I wonder, remember this woman was ridiculous and hapless and we made fun of her? She's probably just some dope Chinese citizen who happens to be in the States. Mm. I don't know that, but right. it sure fits the profile. Well, millennials have been blamed for killing off many things, and now it seems they're coming for your doorbell. Mashable Reports says that millennials and Gen Zers are so used to texting when they get somewhere that the sound of a ringing doorbell is freaking them out. A 23-year-old from England. No, I'm triggered. I, this is not a safe space. Oh, God. These bells. A 23-year-old from England says she only uses a doorbell as a last resort. Well, you know, I've, 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 I get to people's houses and a doorbell, just ringing the doorbell just seems so over the top. <laughs> is, there, is there another way I can alert you without the whole doorbell thing? This is absolutely true. None of my friends, and we all just text here, right? But yep. yeah. the reason it's more convenient with the cell phone, we're not stopping using doorbells because people are triggered by hearing doorbells. Right. <laughs> yeah, I you're a right. buddy like that. Yeah, I text him here yeah. so we can open the garage door because he won't let me use the front door for some reason. Another Hello, 20, not hurt by that Another 21-year-old no. adds... Makes I, me wear a bag over my head. <laughs> anyway, Marshall, what? Another 21-year-old adds, I loathe how interruptive doorbells are. Yeah. I, I get. I understand that feeling, yeah. though. It just... Stand up. Yeah. yeah, I have texted people I'm here standing out front right. instead of ringing the doorbell. Right. Yeah. yeah. One of our uh, weekly shower thoughts on a uh, early Monday morning a couple weeks ago was back when you were a little kid, if the doorbell would ring, it'd be like, oh, my gosh, I wonder what that is. I wonder who that is. This is exciting. Yep. As an adult, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, this is <laughs> What is this? Not good. You start out of, who has the nerve? To ring my doorbell at whatever time it is that it happens. Some sort of scam artist trying to sell me a magazine subscription or Jehovah's Witnesses right. or an angry neighbor. This is going to be bad. <laughs> and Kevin Durant still isn't ready to return to the Warriors no. as he works back from a strained right calf that he suffered during the Western Conference semifinals. So he clearly is not going to play another game in a Warriors uniform. That has been true for several weeks, as Joe pointed out. There's a rumor in the sports world that he is coming back. Nike accidentally mm-hmm. uh, gave that away. They they put out a new Kevin Durant T-shirt with his world tour, whatever it is, all the places he's played. And the last two cities are Oakland and San Francisco. And the Warriors are moving to San Francisco next year. Yep. So there are some who believe that Somehow Nike or his agent got tipped off, and they, they, it they, could be bull bleep. They make know. Super Bowl winning T-shirts for the team that loses before, right? They, they, a preemptive marketing concept. I don't sure. think is, is right. akin to a yeah, league of an you. So you know? all the talk in the NBA is that Kevin Durant is going to leave the Warriors for the New York Knicks. Charles Barkley said yesterday that Kevin Durant's not cut out for that. I'd say Kevin, you're one of the greatest players I've ever seen. You've also got some of the thinnest skin I've ever seen. 
I don't know if you're made for New York City. If you're arguing with teenagers online, you're not going to be able to deal with the New York media. You know, that is some solid advice from an older guy. And he said, yeah. you're a, he's a great person, he's a great player, but I don't think he has the mental makeup to play in New York. I've Which, heard that many times. Yeah, well, yeah. Game three tonight, Warriors-Raptors in Oakland. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Did you say the time, what time the, t- the game is? It will be 6 o'clock Pacific. Okay, gotcha. You know, they say of New York, if you can make it there, that indicates a propensity for success in other locations. That's what they say. It's a little wordy. That's Mm. exactly what they say. Mm -hmm. Um, What is one more thing I wanted to jam in? I never did get to the um, 50 most amazing moments of the past 100 years. Easy. (laughs) No. No. Not going to do it. Um, Not going to go there. The, the most amazing moment of the past 100 years, according to people that don't live in the United States, is not the moon landing. So what do they say it is? The hint is we're sort of celebrating it uh, today and tomorrow. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Somebody on the text line pointed out the Incredible Hulk went from town to town solving issues. We're going through the various TV shows of uh, past decades where that was a thing. That's what uh, the Lone Ranger did. That's what Grizzly Adams did. That's what... MacGyver. David Carradine. Well, he, he did, like, secret agent stuff, I think, more. David oh, Carradine. Kung Fu. Yeah, Kung, Kane, Fu Kung Fu. Yeah. Went to yeah. town to town. Also, the Incredible Hulk went from town to town. So generally Those, solving things with violence. Yeah. Things that needed smashing, I guess. And then he right. just moved to the next town, which reminded me, I was walking down the street yesterday, and I thought, Sean, is if, if you have children someday, you're going to love this so much, because I'm not really equipped for it, and I still like it, but talking to my son, Henry, walking down the sidewalk in completely serious tones, because I was wearing my superhero t-shirt yesterday that i wore to work mm. had spider-man on it and batman and mm. it's just was you know, the uh, taco bell t-shirt dirty <laughs> which ones you like best and which ones you don't which ones shouldn't actually be an avenger and that's i mean oh, yeah. just completely serious yes thinking about it for a long time it's just it's just fascinating and so hilarious at the same time it is becoming increasingly clear to me that the, <laughs> the best way for me to perpetuate my own kind of habits and lifestyles and not become a weirdo by doing it is to have kids and pretend that all this oh no no i'm going to disneyland for my kid. That's, That's right. No, it. I'm here at the movie because my kids yeah, like that. Come the... on. I wouldn't, I'm an adult. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> right. Um, Madonna getting uh, some attention. I haven't heard any pushback yet, which is, if anybody else said this, they'd get it. She said um, a couple, she's got a new album out, I guess. She's 60 now. Mm. Still doing the sex pot thing. Yeah, she's performing it at a big LGBT thing. So now it's just gone crazy with expensive ticket prices and stuff like that. This big gathering. Um, but a couple of her songs leaked out early on uh, an album before they were supposed to come out. Oh, no. And she said it felt like she was raped when that happened. Oh, really? Which is just, even um, by Madonna standards, a ridiculous over-the-top thing to say. Yeah, it's kind of not and, the and these days, uh, uh, Marie Louise or whatever her name is. And practically uh, any, it's, a, it's an Italian name. Well, Chicone, Chicone okay. is her last name, but I can't remember what her, I don't care. Anyway, if anybody else said that, they'd, they, there'd be, yeah. there'd be your, your sponsors would have to leave you because there'd be a letter-writing campaign or Twitter campaign. Sure, if Tucker Carlson's new book was uh, released and he said that. It, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Sponsors would yeah. be going after Shona. But she's the, on the right side, so it's okay. She'll be all right. 
Yeah. I'm not for doing that to anybody. Just... You know, she's not at all like a virgin. Not even a little. And one more thing I was going to mention. I don't remember what it was. Dude lived right below me in college. He's a nice enough guy, but musically speaking, his taste was terrible. Of course, he pulled more chicks than me. Of course, I had a girlfriend. Anyway, <laughs> so dude long... would jam Madonna and like girl pop music all day long. Loud. That was for the girls. And that like was for a the other pre. What? When he was alone. And it's, he had like a prematurely, like really kick ass bass in his stereo. This is in the 80s. And, uh, and so I would hear, you know, the, those synthesized bass lines. It just made me homicidal. <laughs> you know, in the down, I hate you. You know, in the back, there's a lot of scenes in which Robin is, is, is doing something and he's listening to Wham. Or various music like that. I think they're making some Cher. sort of in, yeah. They're making some sort of insinuation about Robin. Oh, that's a beautiful little uh, bit for of, the parents. Speaking of eighties music, I thought that was hilarious. Wow. Batman goes in to check on Robin, and he's in his room listening to "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go." <laughs> wow! In the Batman Lego movie. Now that's edgy for plastic building blocks. Um, we're going to uh, talk a fair amount about D Day tomorrow. Tomorrow being June sixth, which was. The day in seventy fifth anniversary of, and we'll have a number of uh, interesting historical historical facts and stats and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I was looking at this top fifty amazing moments of the past one hundred years. M- interesting in part because it's compiled by people from other countries, not the United States. Uh, a whole bunch of different countries involved, and they had as the number one most amazing moment of the past one hundred years the end of World War Two. If you ask Americans, um, uh, man on the moon is generally ranks as the, the, the top thing that happens. That's what I threw out there, yeah. And that's a bit of... It's a good you know, go-to. Yeah, and that is, that's probably the most amazing thing mankind has done. Sure. I get it, though. If tens of millions were dying and that stopped, though... Well, and if your that country would impress is, you, if your country is actually you had uh, you know fighting in your country, and there was a threat of your country going away, or it already had, and there was a totalitarian yeah. regime executing your right. friends and, and neighbors, yeah, that would be pretty amazing when that ended. That 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 almost makes me think World War II is under uh, uh, appreciated or talked about or underrated. Mm. The rest of the world still rates it as the biggest thing that's happened in the last one hundred years, the end of World War II. Yeah. By the way, top five on the list. Uh, first man on the moon finishes five for the rest of the five? world. Five? Wait a minute. I can accept two, but five is just wrong. Number four, penicillin successfully being used to treat a first patient for a variety of things. Oh, so they're uh, getting all adult on us. Okay. First heart transplant at number three. First organ transplant at number two. Oh, I thought Britney Spears' first album was going to be on there. I don't think uh, heart transplant and organ transplant should be on the list. You don't get two different from no. those. Not no. cool. I'm here. Hello, God. Here I am. Oh, I thought I died. Technical challenges this morning, Jack. Oh, once again, I've died. Yeah, well. Anyway. Hello, Elizabeth Holmes here, wearing oh, a sensible black turtleneck. <laughs> I figure staked Armstrong and Getty 
And now here's their final thoughts with the results. Here's, the here's, yeah. <laughs> here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from uh, everybody on the crew. It's Positive Sean. Final thought. Yeah, uh, Chernobyl uh, on the short list of the greatest things I've ever seen. It really f- made a lot of historical dominoes fall into place, filled in a lot of gray areas on the terms TV show of the on TV Hobo. show right. on, on HBO. Yeah. I give it my highest recommendation. I think it's fantastic. Marsha Phillips, final thought. 19, 19 days, no financial investment in sport, lottery tickets, or scratchers heading for my one-month goal. Wow, congratulations, man. There you go. Uh, clean and sober. I don't even know. Michael, can you give a final thought? Uh, I hope so. Uh, lots of technical issues for me today. It's been a tough day, but at least I have cold pizza and stra- strawberry Capri Sun at home to uh, make it better, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that is good. Jack, how about a final thought for the folks? There are a lot of great books written about D-Day. Um, I usually recommend Stephen Ambrose's book, D-Day, if you want to look into that at all. You know, you can download the first chapter of most books on your 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 Kindle or your Apple phone or whatever, if you just want to read that much, but it's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Uh, my final for thought, free, I meant you can download it for free. Uh, considerably more materialistic. Judy and I are just kind of talking about RVing. The kids are out of the uh, the house, and we're thinking of exploring the world a little bit and looking at RVs. I was looking at a website the other day. the uh, The top priced one is one point six million dollars. That'd be a nice RV. They have many you can buy for $800,000 plus. I had no idea. Yeah. What? $1.6 million? Can I take it to Mars? <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The clicks are there. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We will see you tomorrow on D-Day. God bless America. <laughs>